Greetings, Mary Meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective. Welcome to our Country Dwellers Podcast. Hello, all of you sexy people. I'm Marilyn. And I'm Runa. Welcome, listeners, as we once again take you down the pagan path of spirituality. I just have to say, today is our anniversary of seven months of doing this pagan podcast. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Seven months. Wow, that went of, by fast. Yes, of weekly podcasting, Runa. We've Holy been some, shit. We've been some crazy busy witches. Yes, we have. And I have had relationships that lasted less than seven months. <laughs> so, good on us. Let's do a cheersies. Cheers. Happy anniversary, my love. Thank you. We have some new binge listeners. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Love it. Thank you for showing us your love, Painted Goddess. Where is she listening at? You know what? I'm not going to disclose that. Okay, okay. She is in Washington, <laughs> but I'm not going to disclose where she's at. If she wants to, she'll post on our Facebook page or something and let everybody know where she's listening Great, from. great. And oh my goodness, I have to tell you, we had such a sweet Puget Sound Pagan Pride meet and greet this past weekend. We saw some familiar faces and some new ones, and everyone made connections and seemed to have such a great time. And I just want to put out there right now, our next public gathering is scheduled for April 15th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Location will be determined. So just go on to Puget Sound Pagan Pride's Facebook page and follow there and stay up to date with our events. Awesome. Yeah. Let's do the tarot card of the week. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Hmm. Uh You know what? I would love to do a tarot card draw that gives us... Because we are going to be heading into New Moon really soon. Mm-hmm. So, tarot cards, I ask that you sh- give us a, a seed to be planted or mm. a light, an enlightenment to a new path for our next seven months of podcast recording. Mm, very auspicious. Yes. Oh, we have the Four of Swords. This is a great one. Okay, so... <laughs> Your swords are your eastern element, or eastern direction. I always say element. They're your eastern direction. They are your air element. They are communication and spiritual connection. They are that history, that wisdom from divine ancestors, all of those amazing, wonderful things. Your fours are foundation. So we are actually setting new foundations we're planting even more seeds and going on a even more wonderful path for communication of spirituality mm. is that not fantastic I love it. that is fantastic and the tarot never disappoints it never does and one of the other things about the four of swords is it is one card that lets you know that dream divination 
mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. And which is funny because I have that in the podcast today too. So once again, yay tarot. Right now, especially, well, for everybody, but especially for the new moon, I think for you and I, because that's what we asked, let's start listening to our dreams and maybe that will bring even more new wonderful ideas for our pagan podcast. Okay. Ah, and I and already see, I already see that you've had an amazing dream in your They're head. Not necessarily amazing. The quarter the quarter moons I always have nightmares. And but this year I set a goal to keep better track. Good. Of my emotional health, my physical health, my my dream life basically. You know, if I have a nightmare, I make a note of it. I make little notes about you know, what it was about, what I think it's trying to tell me, mm-hmm. all of that. So, but New Moon, I always have very, very vivid, I don't want to say prophetic, but they're they're much more message-oriented yes. than the rest of the month. Yes. So, Dream divination is a very powerful tool that you can use, especially if prior to going to sleep, you set a question or an mm. intention that you would like divine to show you. It's always like, get me through tomorrow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that you would like messages for. So just just know that. You know what? So ask that question before you go to bed. Write it down on a little piece of paper. Put it under your pillow before you go to bed. Mm. And have that dream journal sitting right next to you. So in the morning while you're having your coffee or whatever, you can jot down whatever you might have seen or remember from that dream the night before. I'm excited now for my dreams. Yeah? Yeah. I think that they're going to bring us some very new creative ways of communication via the podcast. And what would you tell listeners who are struggling like I am with repetitive nightmares? Well, with your repetitive nightmares, they're obviously telling you something. And a lot of times with nightmares, we try and get out of them mm-hmm. versus staying in them and facing that shadow work. Mm. Nightmares sometimes are revolving around shadow work that needs to be faced, acknowledged, mm-hmm. respected, and released. So we are coming up to New Moon. So right now, if you are having those nightmares, I ask that you look at them a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Maybe try and stay in that dream with a calmer perspective and do a little bit of research into different colors that you see in your dream. If you're seeing water, is it extremely wavy or is it smooth flowing? Are you seeing hills versus mountains? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, all of these things mean something. Sure, sure, yeah. So, and just because it's a nightmare, doesn't mean that something bad is going to happen. No, no. What it's doing is it's bringing out a shadow aspect that needs to be looked at mm-hmm. and researched mm-hmm. and released. Released. Yeah, I so. think probably for me it's more about release. I, I mean, that's that was the theme of 2017, and it's continuing to a degree in 2018 for I me. Feel, so. I feel I'm right there with you, and mm-hmm. I kind of feel as though we're going to be releasing to the middle of 2018. Oh, yeah. 
to oh, be yeah. quite honest with mm-hmm. you. And for some reason, June comes into play for me. Like, okay, that's your cutoff. Everything needs to be freaking out and done and out in the open. And boom. Yeah. And then that's going to start a whole new aspect of my life for me. And for you as well, I believe. Oh, yeah. June's a big deadline month for yeah. my personal path, my family's path. And yeah, there's a lot to do between now and then. There sure is. Would you like to give anyone any updates about your sea witchery? Uh, Yes. Hopefully by next podcast, I will be the owner of a boat. You will be the owner of a boat. Mm -hmm. Of a vessel. Of a vessel, yeah. It's a a ship. Yes. Yeah. Very exciting. Which, Which sounds really, really privileged, but we realize, the Viking and I, that everything that we have done up to this point has actually led us to this. It, it was really amazing when we did our New Year's ritual. We really talked about all of the things, good and bad, that kind of led us to this point. Hell yeah. I mean... It was a journey leading into your journey together. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. You know, I mean, you guys had a journey. You have a journey together with all of the kids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, this journey on your vessel, on your ship, is a journey with you and the Viking. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. yep. It's going to be fucking amazing. I hope so. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Yeah, so here's to here's to new moon and and releasing even more in 2018. Yes, release, release, release people. Get rid of it. I manifest witches. Yes. So what is going on with our witches almanac this week, my love? Today's almanac focuses on answering the question which witch <laughs> yes, what kind of witch are you? A good witch or a bad witch? No, no, no. This isn't the Wizard of Oz. But we've recognized that many a baby witch, as Marilyn likes to call young path seekers, have been regularly listening and following us. Mm-hmm. But how do you know what kind of witch you are? Whether it's green, head, kitchen, traditional, eclectic, hereditary, and or sight witch, Sea witch or a combination of many or few and on and on. How do you know? Well, like anything in life, you're going to have to take the time to learn, explore, practice, and before you know it, you will know. Mm-hmm. There's no quiz on BuzzFeed that will really tell you. What? <laughs> Although you could perhaps use it as a divining tool and see where it leads you. Yep. Why not have some fun taking those quizzes? But honestly, the best test is time and practice. Meditation, divining will also help lead you to the path where you'll serve your best and highest good. Very much so. Pagans are an accepting lot. And it's leaders love that their fellow pagans are constantly learning and exploring. So don't feel like you're stuck just because your sister is a kitchen witch. You could be a hedge witch or a green witch. You could run a coven or be solitary. There is no hard and fast rule. Except except to open your heart and mind to the practice of magic and your path will naturally present itself. Would love to hear on our website via post comment about how our listeners found their path. I love that. Or if you're still seeking, tell us that too. I love that. I don't claim a certain path. And people will say, well, that's eclectic. And I say, no, that's not eclectic. <laughs> uh, because, oh, contrary. Because I don't like fucking titles. Mm-hmm. I don't like titles and I don't like rules. And I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want, with whoever the fuck I want. So... 
I think you made that very clear in our very first episode. Yeah. So So go back to June 2017 (laughs) and re-listen to that podcast. Oh my god, I forgot we started in June. No wonder June to me is like, bing, bing, bing. Yeah, that's going to be season two. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, you know what, I don't even call myself eclectic. I just, I follow whatever path divine tells me to follow at that time. So Mm -hmm. I'm on a divine path. I'm going to put it that way. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. We're just going to say that. So we have Waning Crescent and Sagittarius for our moon cycles. We do. What else is going on? Oh, there's lots of stuff going on. It's pretty great. So this week, our beautiful moon comes to us in her fourth quarter. We are now in Waning Crescent phase. Here we are, back at the moon of harvest. She is now on her way from Waning Crescent to Dark to new moon and is at this time in crone aspect. I have to add something about the harvest. Go. It's a harvest of sticks right now. Ah. Because you should be pruning your fruit trees this month. In fact, oh, to get them ready. To get them ready. Mm-hmm. And your blueberry bushes or your raspberry bushes or mm-hmm. what have you. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do that before I leave for Anacortes. I don't know. It may end up being... Tuesday before we get it done. But. You might have, yeah, it might But just it's be. a harvest of sticks. And then there's a big ritual that afterwards with the sticks, you basically burn those sticks. You have to wait a couple of weeks. But yeah, right about in bulk, you, you burn them and you say basically a prayer for a good harvest. I love that. And mm-hmm. in bulk, in case you didn't know, is around February 2nd. Yeah. And we'll talk about that next week. Yes. So now is the time to continue your work and spells for banishing and releasing. This moon, however, is the one that you physically and consciously remove or banish with determined work, like a cleansing, banishing bath, or a physical leaving of a situation, place, person, etc. Continue clearing your path of clutter on your journey to the new moon on Tuesday, January. January 16th. This is a great time to do oracle and dream divination as well as just going and getting outside and talking to the trees. Or pruning them, I guess. Yes, I guess I'm, I, I guess I'm pruning on Tuesday. Dude, I'm okay. Just put it so, on right yeah, now. You have to write it down <laughs> because it right it's totally written by divine. <laughs> you have to do it. I can't do it today, Saturday, because I'm heading to Anacortes as soon as we stop. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yes, you're going to go play on your new vessel. I'm going to go play on the sailboat. I love it. In the freezing cold. Oh, you're going to be fine. <laughs> this week, our moon comes to us in the astro sign of Sagittarius, the archer. Aiming high with the arrow flying into the air, the sign of Sagittarius is a masculine energy and fire element. Sagittarius, the seeker of challenge, full of energy and ambition, blessed with a generous, loving nature, a need for freedom, a love of the outdoors, and of being open to the excitement of the chase, as well as new ideas and exploration. I'm sure I have Sag somewhere in my chart. Oh, I know I do. Sagittarians appear to breeze through life at Lady Luck's side, always in the right place at the right time, giving them an eternally optimistic attitude. They are always looking towards the future with forward motion, no wasting time with looking back in regret. This personality is far too expansive to be contained. Independence is the principle that guides them. 
With a philosophical mind, they have a need to be intellectually stimulated with honesty and new scenery, for they are the seekers of wisdom, philosophy, and exploration. Sometimes seen as emotionally unavailable, it would take someone just as adventurous to maintain space with the Sag. Sagittarians tend to live in what might be rather than what is. Always, always, always setting goals for the future. Sag's ruling planet is Jupiter, who is also considered by some the most important Roman god, ruler of the heavens. In astrology, Jupiter is the planet of good fortune, once again, Lady Luck's side, mm-hmm. optimism, expansion, and abundance. Sagittarius comes to us in the element of fire, direction of south, season of summer. Fire is the creator and destroyer. It warms our homes, cooks our food, and fuels our passions. Unlike the other elements, fire cannot exist in physical form without consuming something else. Thus, fire transforms objects into new forms, heat, light, ash, and smoke. Fire is represented by the wands in the tarot with aspects of transformation, ego, creativity, sexuality, relationships, change, passion, and motivation, just to name a few. Moon and Sagittarius may give you the feelings of emotional restlessness, a big need for independence, and to have your voice heard by being a little bit outspoken. This moon may have you feeling totally intolerant to the emotional neediness of others. Let your warm heart take you on a day of humanitarianism. So basically, mamas, make sure you got that wine time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Take a little time out tonight. Take time to read and fulfill the want for learning. Be direct and honest in your communication. Take a moment to dream and think of the future while planning your next adventure. Remember, anything is possible. Set your sights. Focus on what you want and fire away. This moon will feed your sharp mind with extraordinary insights and an ability to get things done in a flash. A longing to open spaces, travel, and new surroundings may pull at your heartstrings now. You're totally going to be wanting to get out outside. So talking to the trees is wonderful. Any setbacks that you are having will promptly be dismissed in this moon. We don't have time for that nonsense right now. Hmm. This moon can bring eye openers to exploring new spiritual or philosophical ways of seeing the world. So be open-minded, everyone, because you might just get some messages from divine through your dreams Mm -hmm. that help you look at things in a really different way. With the new moon coming on the 16th, we should all be really purging and preparing for the planting of new seeds or new beginnings. Mercury in conjunct with Saturn can help us with this as they are telling us to apply our mental efforts to something focused like our projects or problem solving. Venus square Uranus can bring some tests to our relationships as we struggle with being tied down to responsibility, especially in this moon. Your turquoise will help with communicating this and any other issues that may come up. The moon square Neptune 
can add to this time of confusion and irritation as it might make things hard to perceive, veiling them in illusion or with us not having all the facts. So what you want to do is call in Sag's optimistic outlook to help you overcome anything during this moon. Wear red, orange, and yellow to help lift your spirits and root you to Gaia's healing stable earth. The stone I chose this week is turquoise, a stone of purification. Turquoise dispels negative energy and clears electromagnetic smog from the environment. It promotes self-realization and aids in creative problem solving, thus calming the nerves when speaking in public. So therefore, it's going to help you communicate exactly what needs to be communicated. It helps stabilize mood swings and dissolves a martyred attitude of self-sabotage. It is also empowering if you feel bullied or suffer prejudice. Because it soothes the mind, turquoise is good for jet lag and fears of flying. Turquoise strengthens the meridians of the body and the subtle energy fields, enhancing communication between the physical and spiritual worlds. Placed on the third eye, it supports intuition and meditation. On the throat chakra, it releases old vows, inhibitions, and allows you and allows the soul to express itself once more. It explores past lives and regards fate as ongoing and dependent on one's action at any moment. Turquoise is a stone for finding wholeness and truth and communicating and manifesting those qualities. It stimulates the heart. I don't know what you do. You just gave me turquoise, but I've got goosebumps everywhere right now. So I don't know where you've been charging this, but holy fuck. <laughs> it's quite amazing. Sorry, people. <laughs> turquoise stimulates and harmonizes the throat chakra, making it easier to articulate and bring forth one's deepest wisdom. Wisdom from the soul, babies. Turquoise empowers those who are shy about sharing their understanding and aids in the knowledge that in speaking from the wholeness of our being, we each have something important to contribute to the collective. Aho. And thank you, crystalvaults.com, for supplying that information. So that, Chris, that turquoise that I gave you... Is amazing? Yes, and that is... Oh, what are the claws? Are they eagle talons? They're eagle talons, yeah. O-M-G. That's great. I love it. So your question of the week, what are the higher truths that guide you? Are they the same as they were in your younger years? <laughs> or have they changed in time? And if they have changed in time, how so? So now it's time for the Wheel of the Year. Yes, it is. So here we are, January 13th, 2018. And we have officially entered into carnival and or fashion season. Woo-hoo! The party before the suffering, as it were. This is a time for moments of the absurd. Think of the satirical political figures in Mardi Gras parades. For us pagans, traditionally during this month, we perform purification magic using seasonal scents such as pine and ginger. Mm-hmm. The ritual burning of written charms so that their magic may be released is also popular in January through to Imbolc. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is the best time to do introspection. Like earlier when we talked about checking in with yourself to see where your path should be taking you next. (laughs) 
If you haven't already from Maybon to now, you can still ask yourself the questions to lead yourself where you need to be for 2018. I love it. Which energies, which deities are calling to you? What did you accomplish last year? Resolve to do more of the good. Where were your challenges? Do you have a plan for mitigating that this year? No? Well, then make one. What honest-to-goodness steps do you need to take to go from dreams to reality? Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm Again, we did it. Again. Yeah, we did. We did. Your dreams really do speak to you. That's why dream divination in a dream journal is really important. And in our dreams, subconsciously, we set our goals. Mm -hmm. So why not manifest those goals? Yep. Just because some people some people think, well, that was a dream. Mm-hmm. I can't bring it into fruition. That's bullshit. I agree. I and totally the more agree. you think that way, the more you're not going to bring it into reality. Some of some of the most amazing people with they with their inventions and things like that, they dreamt about them, whether they were sleeping or daydreaming. Mm-hmm. They still imagined them. Mm-hmm. Their creative subconscious imagined those things yep. and then they manifested them and brought them to reality. Anything can be done that way. Anything is possible. If you dream it, you can achieve it. I seriously would like to challenge our listeners to just take a short amount of time in the next week. You can take, you know, 10 minutes each lunch hour or something and just say, okay, what did I accomplish last year? How did close to my goals did I come? Do I still want that? Yes. Do What can I do to continue working on the good that I did accomplish and keep moving forward? I mean, it's people think that whatever their dream is, is going to happen overnight. No, God, and no. And that, that is a really, really... It takes a lot of oh, work, man. You set yourself up for failure yes. with that kind of expectation. And then you give up. And then that's the mentality that you take on is, well, you know what? I had a great dream, but I can't bring it to reality. And once again, I, you know, I feel like every podcast I'm saying this, but that's why it's the next tattoo but you have to step beyond the fear you have to stop thinking well I might fail yeah you might fail that's when you learn the most but that's when you learn the most and oh what what if I might succeed holy fuck holy shit (laughs) life-changing moment right there right yes absolutely to be quite honest with you fail or succeed they're both life-changing moments yes you're learning from both of those things you know and you should celebrate both of those things absolutely I mean what I tried to do this year I think I said last podcast is I started making realistic goals for myself Mm -hmm. so that way I wouldn't say okay I'm gonna I'm gonna lose 30 pounds in one month that's Mm -hmm. a bullshit goal there is no first of all it's not healthy Mm -hmm. and secondly that's bullshit I'm Mm -mm. setting myself up for failure and then what's going to happen is I'm going to beat myself up later on don't do that shit yeah and speaking about weight because I I know that's such a huge thing for most people especially in the United States in 2011 I was really heavy really really unhealthily heavy and I at one point 
had dropped down to 65, 65 pounds. Now I've gained some of that back, but 45 of it I've kept off. And I, I'm still happy with that because I'm not where I was in 2011. Will I get those other 20, 15, 20 pounds off again? Yeah, I will. And maybe I'll even lose more. But I'm not going to beat myself up. Hell no. Because I, you know, the line of success is not straight. It goes up and down, curves around. You take backward steps and sideways steps too. All so don't think, the time. I mean, it's not always forward motion. In the end, yes, you are continuously moving forward, but just know that you do a little dance in that mm-hmm. forward motion as well. And with you losing that weight, it took a long, hard journey for yeah, you. It did. You had to completely change your eating habits, yep. the way you ate, everything. Yep. You I know, did. I started so, growing my own food. Yes. And all of the things that I I learned with that just have enriched my life so much. So although it was a difficult journey with just on the surface, if you just look at the 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 goal, okay, lose weight. Well, I completely changed my life and I yes. changed it in a positive manner. And I met new people who taught me new things. And then I was able to teach myself new things. And it's just this snowball effect if you allow it. Yes. If you just step past that fear and believe in yourself yes believe in yourself and not only on this journey did you change your physical aspect you changed your mental aspect oh yeah I totally completely Mm -hmm. and you have to change your mental aspect because that is really what's going to keep you moving forward Mm -hmm. is that optimism yeah that positivity like okay well you know what I for here's a fact I got on the scale this morning I gained a fucking pound what the fuck (laughs) I've been eating differently I've been taking care of myself and I'm still, I gained a pound. So you know what I said? Well, muscle weighs more than fat. (laughs) And my waistline is actually getting smaller. Mm -hmm. So obviously I'm putting muscle on somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it's going, but it's going somewhere. And we pause. Sorry for that interruption. My neighbor didn't know that we were recording and she brought me flowers. Beautiful, beautiful flowers. Yes. That was such a sweet gesture. Yeah. Just cause. That's, I always like the just cause. Uh-huh. Well, let's move on with the Pagan Connection. This week, we have Shelia with Pagans in the Park of Grays Harbor. Feel free to view our entire interview on our Facebook page. And before we even blast the interview on here, I just want to say thank you to Pagans in the Park for giving back to the community and helping the homeless. And their work is incredible. Yeah. Their little farms. Yeah. It's really great. It's it's really great. I love it. So here we go with the interview. Hey, everybody. Marilyn back once again at the 2017. Puget Sound Pagan Pride free event. Try saying that fast a few times, okay? Yes. Peppers. How many peppers did Peter Bible pick? Anyway, I am here with the beautiful Sheila, yes? Yes. Okay. And she is here and she's going to tell us all about her amazing organization that she runs. So please tell. Well, I'm here with uh, Pagans in the Park of Grace Harbor. We're basically a community organization of support for pagans that are in our area. We have we have 
Aberdeen, Hoquiam, Ocean Shores, Raymond. So a lot of our folks are rural, so they don't get to get together with other people a lot. Gotcha. So we get together every week on Sundays, Beautiful. and we have a potluck, and we're, we're family-friendly and LGBTQ friendly. We have... Um, we do crafts like last week. We all made besoms together to protect our homes nice. and stuff. We do public rituals. We invite the the greater public to attend, even folks that aren't pagan and just want to know about love us it. and learn a little bit about us. So I love it. we're trying to fight that fear and and trying to exactly help trying us. to bring community, yeah, yeah and exactly. a oneness to the one that we are. Yeah, that people need to realize we are so one. I'm so thankful for that. Community. Yeah, yeah. Um, now. How many years have you been coming to Peg and Pride? Well, this is the first year that we've come this year. Yay! It's my so, first year as well. But some of our members have lived here for a long time, and they've been coming for years. And they nice. said, we have to go this year. And I was like, okay, let's do it. You're like, fine. <laughs> and you never, I, I can tell you, it being my first year, I never knew that I would experience such amazing energy. How has the energy been for you today? Oh, it's been wonderful. There's so many wonderful people from lots of different traditions and backgrounds. And people are so open and kind. Yes, they are. Yeah, there's some really good energy in here. Yeah, There's a beautiful energy going around the space. Tell me about the path of your organization. Well, we're actually very eclectic. So we invite people that are from all different traditions. I'm personally a Norse and Native American shamanic. We have folks that are Celtic. We have folks that are Wicca. We have folks that are Love it. that are Norse tradition. They're, you know, all different traditions. We welcome them all, even folks that are agnostic or atheists. People that just want community. They want people to be around to have friendship and and food. There's always food. Everything we do, there's food. So. <laughs> and what has been your favorite part of Pagan Pride so far today? Um, my favorite part? Well, I don't know. Everything. <laughs> everything has been wonderful, everything. really. Yeah, there hasn't yeah. been one thing that's been favorite. Um, but I think people listening and saying, yeah, I didn't know about that. And that's a good idea, things like that. Because yeah. we have... A pagan 12-step group. So we approach the, we do a group that's approaching the recovery process, but from a pagan perspective, instead of some of the other perspectives that are out there for people that are in recovery. And a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't even know that that existed. I didn't even know that was possible. Well, I have to be quite honest with you. I didn't know it existed until I walked by your booth today. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, that's good. I had no clue that I'm it was out there. I'm glad you you found it. Yeah, and it's out there, and we're not the only ones that do it. And it's really nice to offer things like that. We have a community garden that we just started. Oh, I love that. Where so much. we're going to grow food for our our members, and then for the homeless, and then also to help keep the garden going, we'll sell some of our I tell you what, my partner Runa, who will be here with us tomorrow, she would love that. Oh, good. She is my favorite hedge witch because she makes me all kinds of goodies. Yeah. And brings them over. And we talk about it on our podcast all the time how I don't have to do any of it. She just gives me. Well, we really, our group really believes in we're pagans in the park. Mm -hmm. So during the nice season, we're in the area park. Which is like four months. Yeah. When it's not raining, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have, you know the other what eight months. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the area parks that are around Grace Harbor, and so we um, 
ritual, but we also, when we're there in those parks, we are taking care of the area. So when we show up, we clean it up. When we leave, we always leave it cleaner than we are. And then we open every year that we go into the parks in the spring, choose a park to clean, and we go through and pick up all the litter and stuff. And then when we close out, which we'll be doing the 23rd, of this month we'll be closing out our time in the parks and then we meet in the libraries which is free so. i love it so much so really quick so everyone knows i want you to put your website out there your facebook page out there tell everybody what it is so people can that are interested can go in and find you easy. yeah we're pagans in the park of grace harbor on facebook Thank you so much for joining me Thank you me for today. letting me speak today. I it was really great. appreciate it. Sure. Thank you for sharing your shine. And once again, if you're not here, why? Thank you, everyone. She was so full of love. Such a kind, kind soul. And she was the only one of Peggins in the Park that I got to meet that day. Mm. But I think that if they ever did like an outreach or something like that over here, I hope that she pings us on mm-hmm. Facebook because I'd really, really love to go and help. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah. So what is going on with cauldron cooking? <laughs> One of my focuses for 2018 is to make every day an occasion whenever I can. I love that. Enjoy that real cream in your coffee. Bet your sweet ass. Or running into an old friend at the grocery store, whatever it is, getting flowers from your neighbors. Aww. This certainly entails the meals I prepare for my family. Today, in the spirit of carnival or fashing. We're going to make a meal of roast lamb and sautéed greens. Ooh, holy shit. Healthy and delicious and becoming one of my favorite meals. You'll need two pounds of French rack of lamb, four garlic cloves, two rosemary sprigs. Just pop out the door and grab them from the garden. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Actually, I, I can do that because I, I have I one of your rosemary bushes. Like, <laughs> I gave you one. What are you talking about? <laughs> One teaspoon of black pepper, ground. Half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. You can up that a little bit if you like a little bit more bite. Spicy. One teaspoon of nutmeg. And don't skip this. Trust me. Lamb and nutmeg go very well together, as do greens and nutmeg. One teaspoon of salt, two teaspoon of olive oil. For the greens, you'll need four cups of mixed baby greens, kale, spinach, mustard, etc. Your choice. A diced red pepper and one diced shallot, salt, pepper, paprika, olive oil, and half a fresh lemon. Mm. This is festive enough for a special occasion, but easy enough for a weekday meal. Seriously, this meal, the magic is infused for appreciating what we have. Make sense? Yes. The recipe will be linked on countrydwellers.com under episode 28's podcast information at www.countrydwellers.com. Oh, so sexy. So yes, roasted lamb and sautéed greens. How long? So yummy. How long does it take to prep and cook that one? Is that like a I need to do a day prep and cook and have it ready for dinner, or can I just whip, whip, whip? And well, I mean, you are talking to me, so. <laughs> Well, talking to you, I would say, look at your recipe the day before, make sure you have all your ingredients, 
Uh, the most important thing about this is you want your the lamb roast to be room temperature before mm. you cook it. Good and to know. that's a step that a lot of American cooks, because our lives are so go, 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 don't do. It, Pull it right out of the fridge and get it going. And get, mm-hmm. no. Pull it out of the fridge before you start cooking and let it warm up to room temperature. You're not Why? Gonna, because it seals the flavor in better. Ah. If you're going from cold and then you cook it really fast, it kind of puts it into puts a... Puts it in shock. Yeah. yeah. It puts the meat in shock and you don't have that flavor. If it's already room temperature and then you put it in... Good to know. It, a lot tenderer of a piece of meat. And... Don't scare your meat, people. <laughs> Love your meat. Give your meat some love. But yeah, the rest of it, it's maybe like an hour. Really? Mm-hmm. But for me, I do need to prep the day before. because yes, absolutely. I'm yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to like get myself in the cooking mode mm-hmm. prior to cooking, you know. So a couple glasses of wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some BB King. <laughs> and then I can do some good cooking. Take all day, but I'll get that shit good. Awesome. (laughs) So what's going on with witchy self-care this week? Well, today the self-care focuses on finances. Oh, fuck. I'm fucked. (laughs) Where do you need to get stronger where your finances are concerned? Saving. Mm -hmm. Do you need to work on earning more? Or how about savings? According to the experts, air quotes, we're all supposed to have three months worth of savings in the bank or better. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) I'm 51 years old, and at this current moment, I have that, but it's going away really, really fast. Yeah, for your new journey. Really fast. Really, really fast. Six months is supposed to be the gold standard. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. That's great. But that doesn't mean we can't work on it. That's right. Wouldn't it be nice to have a little cushion? I got lots of cushion in my booty. <laughs> We're talking about bank accounts, oh. not booty. Oh, got it, got but it. could you put a dollar in a savings account today? Yes. What about giving up one coffee run a week and putting that money away? I don't do coffee runs, so that's easy. I could just toss it right in my money can. Okay, how about not buying that crystal this week? Yeah, that's a hard choice. (laughs) That's a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. And that's what you have to decide. What are you willing to sacrifice in order to have that financial cushion? A little bit more stability. Stability is nice. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a constant lasting thing, I might add, but it's a goal worth pursuing. Yes. And slowly but surely, that dollar here, that five bucks here... That $20 here, it adds up. For me, I have to have a goal for saving, something tangible. Like, you know, this time last year, we were like, yeah, when the kid graduates high school, let's sell everything and buy a boat. And you fucking did it. And we're doing it because we <laughs> had a goal. That and my husband is super, super charged about it. But, uh, so do you want to finally buy a house? If you want to do that, like when I finally wanted to buy this house, I was like an ant saving for winter. Yes. Like my husband didn't even know how much money I was putting aside. I was just like, nope, can't do that. Nope, can't get pizza tonight. Nope. Or nope. <laughs> or do you want to save that money for a family trip? 
Right. You know? I mean, whatever the tangible thing is, a lot of times it can really help motivate us. Yes. It allows us to become much more disciplined. It seems easier to save, but you have to figure out where you're weak in your finances and work on that. Mm -hmm. Do you impulse buy? Yes, sometimes I do. I have to admit it. One of the goals that I did is I made sure that our weekends were purchase free. When we saved for the house, when we saved for the boat, we were like, we can't buy anything on the weekends. We need to be working. We need to do whatever. Or the only time we could shop was on the weekends. There wasn't going to Amazon on a Wednesday night yeah. and clicking this and clicking that. Or going, to the, that. going out to dinner. Or going or out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And I'm really good about that. I'm like, yep, nope, we're eating at home today. That you know, end of story. But if you really need something, you'll journey to the market on a weekday to get it. If you're unwilling to trek to Target after a long day at the office, then there's a good chance you can live without it. Yes. That's the goal for the don't buy anything on the weekend. That's a fact. That's a fact. And to look at doing things on the weekend with your spare time that are free. Go to the library and, and check out the books instead of buying them. That was one of the things that I had to change. You know, not going out to eat. Going for a picnic instead. Those one kinds of, the, of things. One of the things you can do on the weekend is clean out your pantry and plan a menu for yes. the following week. Absolutely. With all of that food that is just conglommed in your pantry. And you're like, I have nothing to eat. Mm-hmm. But yet there's a whole fucking menu in there. That you could actually use. You really need to ask yourself, can I live without this? And when you do, your savings account will be able to live with it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If I live without this, then my savings account can live. I mean, it's kind of a give or take. It really is. So you have to decide what's important to you. Don't let any, don't let us or anybody else say, no, you can't go meet your friends for coffee because, because that connection is important too. And that 450 that you spend on a cup of coffee at the coffee shop, spending time with your friends, that's important. That's an investment in yourself. So yes. that's different. But maybe you say, I could meet you Wednesday afternoon. And that will be my one 450 day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The rest of the time, it goes in the kitty, right? Yes, for, I agree. For savings. I agree. So I want our listeners to take time today and figure out one thing, just one, that you can do to increase your prosperity. Hold some moss agate, citrine, or jade while you make a written goal with actionable steps to get there. Not just, I want to save money, but that's the overall umbrella goal. I'm not going to go out to coffee on Saturday. Or I'm only going to meet the girls at the pub twice a month. Whatever that may be, right? You have to decide. I'm not going to go to the crystal shop, but once a quarter (laughs) instead of once a week. And when I decide to go to the crystal shop, what crystal shop am I going to go to? Am I going to go to one with great specimen crystals for lesser price? Uh Or am I going to go to that one that's five miles down the road from me Mm -hmm. with more expensive pricing? Maybe I'll take that extra trip to spend a little less money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you have to, you need to post that written goal and steps. You know, goal, save money, step, skip one Starbucks run and put that 450 in my savings account. Check my bank balance once a week for motivation. Figure out what those steps are for you. You know you. So where are your weaknesses? Where do you need to improve? And then you go from there. I'm going to tell you where I need to improve. My sons are getting very wealthy on my mouth. We have a cussing jar at home. And you all know how I love to use the word fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) 
I love it. And unfortunately, I say it far too many times in front of my children, but we have a cussing jar at home and they're getting rich off me. So (laughs) any money that I would spend on coffee or crystals, it's pretty much going in the cuss jar. I wonder what they're going to do with that money. I should just toss it in their savings account is what I should do. Yes. No, I I I would teach them savings right now. Yeah. This was a windfall. Windfalls are for savings. Yes, mommy's mouth is a windfall. Now, on that (laughs) note, though, we need to make sure that you celebrate your accomplishments regularly. So you say, I want to save $100 by March. Celebrate when you get there. Just don't hurt your finances for doing it. Like reward yourself with an extra 30 minutes of walking time or reading time for making that financial goal. So or whatever an extra you're... large coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. You have, you have to weigh the pros and cons there. Yeah. But yes, it doesn't cost you anything extra to take an extra walk on a Saturday or a Sunday. Or, and if you or don't... Or if, if your weekend is Monday and Tuesday, whatever. Right. right? And if you don't celebrate the hard work that you've done, mm-hmm. you soon start to build resentment for all that hard work. And that's going to stop you from putting mm-hmm. money in your savings account and saving for your best and highest good. Mm-hmm. So one day there's going to be this dream that you want to bring to fruition. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, most of the time, these dreams that we want to manifest and bring into reality take finances. Mm-hmm. So start saving to bring your dreams into reality. Just think of it that way. Because a little extra savings cushion really is self-care. Yes, it is. It Definitely. Really self-care. It sure is. So what's going on with the old one's wisdom today? Well, today's wisdom comes from Elise Boulding. She was a sociologist and an author credited as a major contributor to creating the academic discipline of peace and conflict studies. Oh, Her holistic, multidimensional approach to peace research sets her apart as an important scholar and activist in multiple fields. Her written work spans several decades and range from discussion of family as the foundation for peace to Quaker spirituality to reinventing the international, quote-unquote, global culture. Particularly of note is her emphasis on women and family in the peace process. She said, Frugality is one of the most beautiful and joyful words in the English language, and yet one that we are culturally cut off from understanding and enjoying. (laughs) The consumption society has made us feel that happiness lies in having things, and has failed to teach us the happiness of not having things. Aho! Oh, fuck yes! I I couldn't agree with that more. Uh, uh, All these commercials, bye, 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 you need, mm -hmm, you need, you mm -hmm, need, you need, mm -hmm. instead of, look at the beauty that you already have. Right, right. Fuck, man. When we've been in this huge purging process to minimize what we have in the household so that you know come summertime we can put the for sale sign up and the viking and i are seeing this huge like 
emotional lift from getting rid of these things because all of these things collect energy. Yes. Right? And they take energy from the maintenance of them, you know, from everything from dusting Mm -hmm. to like with our motorcycles that we have to get rid of. You know, all the maintenance time that goes into those and we don't even really enjoy them anymore. I mean, the roads are just too... They're wet. They're They're just too too wet. They're too uh, populated out here. Our time has shifted the things that we like to do with our time has shifted so being able to release those things and and give them to someone else or sell them to someone else who will take joy from them is huge it's It's gratifying it is so gratifying i mean the amount of space we have in our home now now granted we went from having seven people living with us to just three. That's so a big difference. It's a huge itself. difference. Like the energy of the house has completely changed once again. And when my son goes off to college, it will change again. But it's it's amazing to just really, really say, okay, do I really need this? Do I really need that freaking pasta maker? No. No, not really. It's not it's not something that brings me joy. I I got it. Thankfully, I got it for free because um, I'm smart like that. It's MRT. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I experimented and I learned and now I'm like, okay, who wants to try it next? Yes. Right? Yes. I think that is a, is a, a much more excellent approach. And it's being frugal, like what Bolding is talking about. And, and you, having all these things is not the goal. It's having the things that bring you joy. You know, one of the things that I have noticed in our society is it it has become almost an insult to call someone frugal. It has. Oh, yeah. Whereas when I look at it, being frugal is being wise with your financial Mm -hmm. um, status. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's being wise with your money. It's being wise with what you have. And unfortunately... Wise with your energy. Wise exactly. with your affection. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Wise with your time. All of those things. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it has become a literal insult when someone calls you frugal. As a matter of fact, it's been associated with cheap. Yeah. You know? And that is not the case. We actually had a really good lesson in that. So we're trying to practice living in a smaller space. And so we have set up our master bedroom to kind of mimic living on the boat. Oh my goodness. And also because our youngest requires time in the common area rooms. He's doing his homework now in the library. He's watching game film in the living room. And so we don't really have that space to kind of hang out. Our room then is the next choice. And I was, instead of going, being all pissed off that the kid's taking my space in the library or taking my husband's space in the living room, we're like, okay, let's practice. Yes. Let's, let's look at being in our room as practice. Yeah. And it's it's been a huge mind shift. But in order to do that, we were rearranging some things and we had to buy some electrical cables to set up what it would be like to have, quote-unquote, an entertainment space on the sailboat. You mean a gaming space. Of, of course. <laughs> and hubby bought these cheap-ass cables. 
And I looked at and and then they didn't work. And I said... It's a waste of money. I said, so we're trying to hack this together and you tried to go cheap instead of getting quality that was actually going to work. So now he had to spend the time returning the cables that didn't work. Yep. And then rebuying the ones that will likely work. Yeah. And that's a lesson that he just can't seem to get over. I think he's getting there soon. But sometimes you have to spend that extra little bit of time, energy, money to get something that's quality and then is actually going to bring you joy. Yes. You know? And it lasts a lot longer. So you're yeah. not constantly replacing it, wasting that those funds that you have saved up. Yes. Frugal is a good thing. It is not something negative. And there's a stereotypical image of like the guy with the Ferrari and the nice suit and he's got money but he's sitting at the bar drinking his single malt scotch alone yeah and I would rather be having cheap whiskey with all my friends around the bar (laughs) in my freaking whatever whatever my hiking boots (laughs) and my car hearts than having this, you know, brand new sports car and being the dude. The moral of this story is quality, not quantity. Yes. And you, once again, have to determine what that is. That is correct. And this is the time for introspection, so... That is correct. I guess that would have been our theme for this week. <laughs> it's introspection. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of awesome. introspection... Awesome. Uh, we are over time and we need to get to the spell of the week. Yes, let's do... We are do... chatty, chatty Cathy's well, today. Well, I like the chatty Cathy. <laughs> now we go into a spell and this spell kind of came to me. I have to tell you, I was going pee. And the spell came to me as I was saying. I don't think people need to know that. Huh? <laughs> TMI. <laughs> so I was doing a little, I was actually doing a little tile divination. Oh, okay. Because you can divine in anywhere that you are, right? Sure, And sure. our floor tiles have complete different patterns mm, in them. Like so mine. You can do tile divination, and that's how this spell kind of came to me. And it has to do with being free and Mm. really letting your true self show and being free of the cares and worries that come with letting that truth be known. Hopefully this helps some of you out. And here we go. Transport me to a time... Where words of wisdom dance in rhyme. Entrance my mind with magic and dreams that float on the gray line. Where I can be what and who I want and hold no fear showing my face. Take me to a place where freedom fills the space. So it is. Thank you for spending this time with us. Go in peace, love, and light. The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings, Merry part and blessed be. You've been listening to the Country Dwellers Podcast. You can find us here each and every Saturday. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com. Thanks for listening. Blessed be.